Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Jay Bear. Jay is the founder of Convince and Convert, a consultancy that provides content marketing, social media, and customer experience advice and counsel to some of the world's most important brands. His new study on speed and consumer patience is a wake-up call to organizations far and wide. Its primary finding? Customers who have to wait won't be customers for long. He's also the author of six best-selling books. Thanks so much for being here today, Jay. Diane, fired up. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So what prompted you to decide to study speed and responsiveness? You know, I've always cared about it. And all the books that I've written have had at least a section or a chapter, et cetera, on speed. But my observation, Diane, was this. Coming out of the pandemic, we've all come to grips with the fact that time is the only inelastic resource. Quite literally, time is the only thing that everybody on the planet shares equally. We all have 1,440 minutes a day, and there's nothing you can do about that. It doesn't matter if you're Elon Musk or somebody experiencing homelessness. It doesn't matter if you're an American or a Venezuelan or a grandfather or a grandson. We all have 1,440 minutes. And, and the the nature of the pandemic really made us understand that in a way that perhaps we had forgotten a little bit. And so all the trends that you hear about these days, things like the quiet quitting and the great resignation and working from home and leisure travel, that that blending of business and leisure travel, all of that stuff is all tied back to the one trend, which is that we care more about time and how we spend it than ever before. So the ramifications for business are these. Today, if you are slower than your customers expect, what it feels like to your customers is that you are stealing time from them. And if you are faster than your customers expect, what it feels like to those customers is that they are being given a gift, a gift of time. So while I've always said that speed is a really important part of the overall customer experience, what I believe now, and my new research bears this out, is that today speed is the most important element of the customer experience and that there is a really important correlation between responsiveness and revenue. Wow. Okay. It's so interesting. So how fast do customers really expect businesses to be? Pretty fast. And whether that's reasonably fast or not, I think varies on the business (laughs) and the business owner, right? I mean, the thing about speed is that it's the only customer expectation that never goes backwards or really even pauses, right? I mean, it wasn't that long ago that if you you got something delivered in, in five days, you were stuck. You're totally excited. And now if it takes two days, you're like, what happened? So we we definitely have our our expectations around responsiveness continue to escalate. And you think about um, 
when when people are trying to contact uh, a company, for example, um, you know most customers expect businesses to respond within 24 hours and much faster in in certain cases. So, for example, three quarters of customers, 75 percent expect a reply to a voicemail, a voicemail left for a business, they expect a reply within four hours. That's pretty quick. Some businesses can meet that standard easily. Other businesses couldn't hope to meet that standard. Okay. But can a, can a reply be, um, you know, like a message that goes right, like a text or something goes right back that says, sorry, we missed you. Absolutely. Yeah. And in fact, that's a best practice. So what I call that is this idea of answering, even if you don't have the answer. What happens a lot in business, um, even internally with colleagues, is that somebody's got a question or a complaint or whatever, some kind of issue. And you either don't get it for a while or you, you, you get the question, but you don't know the answer. So you have to go look it up or ask somebody or find out or whatever. So what typically happens is that somebody asks a question, you have to go learn the answer. And then once you have the answer secured, then you reply. Well, the problem with that is the whole time that the person has asked, they're thinking, huh, did Diane get this question? Is she blowing me off? Is Diane out sick? Was she hit by a piece of Sputnik? Like what's going on, right? There's like this, you don't know what's happening. And that lack of information creates a lot of anxiety. So the better way to do it is to say, Diane, great question. So great. In fact, I don't know. I'm going to have to go find out. I'm going to go do that. And then I'll get back to you. Now, does that require you to reply twice? It does. But that first one is almost a form letter, like got it working on it. We'll get back. to you. Yeah. 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 I, I, it's, I always say to people silence to the other person, you know, when you're silent, the way they hear that is you're um, like nothing is happening. Yeah, right. So right. you you could be actually working on it, but if you're not communicating with them that you got it, that you're working on it, they just assume you're not. Yeah, we assume silence is an aptitude. It's yeah. not necessarily, yeah. but that's our assumption. And, and that's, again, sort of this big trend that we're, we're at this place now in the world where we interpret speed as caring. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, so like the other day I had to hire a painter as one does. And I got three bids as you're supposed to, you know, and one painter got back to me in four hours and the other painter got back to me in a day. And the third painter got back to me in two days. Well, guess which painter I hired (laughs) the first one. And he was not the least expensive. In fact, he was the most expensive and that's not atypical. In fact, in the research, we asked this exact question and it turns out Diane that more than half of all consumers have hired a business in that exact same situation because they replied first, even if they weren't the least expensive. So in any kind of competitive situation where somebody is shopping um, for bids or to try and find a vendor, it really behooves you to do whatever possible in your business to be the first one to respond. I think that is such a great point. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because um, it, it people always think that everyone, their most important thing is price. And I would say, especially with the trades where people are so bad at following up and communicating, if you're on it, you're getting the business. Absolutely. You're so right about the trades too. Um, you know, trades people are very, very busy, especially um, 
in the pandemic, so many people worked on on their homes and their properties, sure. and they got even busier and supply chain and da, 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 can't find wood, etc. But but the party line on all that is, geez, speed equals caring. So if somebody is not responsive when I'm trying to give them money, yeah, <laughs> they're going to be really unresponsive once they already have my money. Right. So. I would much rather work with somebody who actually responds to text messages and phone calls, even if they're more expensive, because at least, and this is the key part, at least I have peace of mind. Ah, uh, okay. We asked this question in the research, and two-thirds of customers say that speed is as important as price, two and three. So this idea that, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to people when we get around to it, but we'll still get the business because we're less expensive or maybe higher quality than our competitors. That's not a really solid way to run a business right now. Like Diane, you have obviously heard of, of the old chestnut, good, fast, cheap, pick any two. Yes. <laughs> I will tell you now that, that fast is non-negotiable, right? You have wow. to be fast. So today, it has to be fast. And then you can decide in your business whether you, you want to be the one that's fast and good or fast and inexpensive, but you better be fast. Wow. That, that, this is so interesting. So, but you mentioned something earlier um, about when I, I think when I asked the question about how fast do customers really expect businesses to be? And yeah. you said something. Um, that I picked up on a, around, um, you know, reasonable, unreasonable kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Isn't it still important that a business owner or salesperson still be able to identify if someone's being unrealistic? I think so. The problem with that is unrealistic is in the mind of the realist. Right? Yeah, so right. Every customer uh, has their own uh, prism through which they look at responsiveness. And sometimes it's just based on who they are. Sometimes it's based on their perceived stakes um, at play. And sometimes it's based on things like demographics. So one of the most interesting findings in this research, Diane, it actually completely different than what I expected as a market researcher and a, and a customer experience expert. We looked at how patient are each of the generations my assumption yeah. is that younger people have less patience. And I think that because I have two college students at home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as it turns out, I was dead wrong. Oh. It is, in fact, the exact opposite. Really? And Gen Z, youngest consumers, are the most patient. And the least patient are baby boomers. Wow. It's literally that's... the exact upside down of what I expected. Now, no kidding. Why is that? I don't know. Somebody said jokingly to me the other day, maybe it's because baby boomers have less time left, so they care <laughs> about the time remaining. <laughs> that feels that. a little maudlin and, and depressing. Maybe that's the answer. Uh, <laughs> it may be that Gen Z doesn't have as much um, kind of family and occupational pressures on their time. So maybe they're a little more patient because, you know, like, what do you do when you're stealing time away from a video game system? Like, whatever. Um, I don't know exactly why that is true, but it is definitely true. And I found it really interesting. I think, I think boomers are crankier. The research would indicate that is true. Yeah. Yes. At least like, and I'm a boomer and I'm not cranky and I get quickly annoyed with 
people who I, I will be at functions with and they are just instantly cranky and picky and just dissatisfied with yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting time where people do equate speed with caring and, and how fast they think businesses can be. We talked about this notion of, of expectations, but I will say this, it's not all bad news for business, right? That, that you can actually make real money at this. All the research that we did suggests that when you're faster than customers expect, they think better of you, they spend more money, they're more loyal. There's like real economic benefits to this. Huh. But the other idea that we uncovered in the research, which I think is a huge opportunity, is that customers will pay more if you give them the opportunity to not wait. So this exists in society now. So TSA pre-check, right? You pay yeah. more money, you get faster service at the airport. Sure. Uh, at, at Disney, the fast pass, or I think they call it the lightning lane now, right? You pay a little bit more money and you get to cut the line at, at rides at Disney World. Yeah. Every business should do this. Literally every business should offer some kind of fast pass service. Doesn't matter if you're a plumber, doesn't matter if you're an attorney, doesn't matter if you're a dentist, doesn't matter if you're a home builder, it doesn't matter. You should offer this to your customers and you will be shocked at how many of them will take you up on it. And all you have to do is resequence your customer work and the profit margin on that is enormous. Wow, really? Yeah, it's it's shocking. Um, the research shows that that about half of all customers will pay meaningfully more if they don't have to wait. That is so interesting. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We, we out. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change Podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts. So do you have some examples of companies that, you know, lead with speed? Sure. Yeah, I mean, we, they're all around us. There's not very many because it's really hard. Right. Yeah. So if you're going to lead with speed to the degree that you're going to kind of hang your differentiating hat on it, you better get it right. You know, you can't be fast most of the time. You got to be fast all the time if it's going to be something that you actually kind of puff your chest out about. But yeah. you think about a business like um, uh, like Jimmy John's, right? The sandwich uh, yeah. company, right? They their Their tagline is freaky fast. Well, I mean, that says it all, right? If you're going to use freaky fast as your tagline, you better be <laughs> freaky fast. Otherwise, people are like, well, wait a second. You said it was freaky fast and it took an hour. This sucks. 
Um, so there are businesses like that. Lemonade is one, which is a um, AI assisted um, digital insurance provider, like a like a tech enabled progressive, if you will. They process claims. So let's say you get in a car crash, unfortunately. You go on their website uh, and you put in your customer number, like, oh, it's Diane. And you you type in um, like a paragraph about what happened. They process your claim. Yes, Diane, here's your money. Or no, Diane, we're going to have to call you and have a whole conversation about it. That whole system, three seconds. You're kidding. Three seconds. Yeah, because it's all computerized. It's all artificial intelligence. They run a bunch of algorithms on the back end instantaneously to determine what the likelihood is of you, you know, having a fraudulent claim, et cetera. Uh, and, and they process it in three seconds, right? That That is amazing to me. And it's certainly one of those businesses that says, hey, this is how we're going to differentiate in a marketplace, not with funny commercials, but just by being faster. Wow. That, that, those are great examples. And I do have to say that uh, Jimmy John's is freaky fast. Yeah. I mean, to the point where it's like a joke in our house. The minute I hit send to place the online order, I tell my husband and he clocks it Yeah, because he's amazed yeah. at how fast. And you got to get a lot right in your business to do that. No doubt. But I will say this, and I want to make sure everybody hears this part of the message because it's really important. Okay. It. I don't want the takeaway to be just be as fast as you can all the time. Yeah. Because number one, that's overly reductive. And number two, it's not true. There is a point at which every business and any business can be too fast. Jimmy John's is right on the edge of it. So I'll give you a different example in the same industry. You ever go to a Mexican food restaurant and you order enchiladas and the enchiladas come to your table in like 90 seconds. <laughs> and you think, wait a minute, how did they make these enchiladas this quickly? Is there an enchilada machine? Did somebody else order these, didn't like them, and they're waiting on waiting for someone else to order them, <laughs> and they just brought them back to my table? Like enchiladas, quality enchiladas cannot possibly be made in only 90 seconds, right? You start to question the trustworthiness of the enchiladas. You do not want to seek a tattoo artist who you know is the fastest True. in your town or an eye surgeon or a divorce attorney, right? There are lots of businesses in which too fast actually decays trust. Uh -huh. So there is a continuum of confidence and the continuum of confidence starts off low. When you're really slow, people don't, don't trust you. And if you're too fast, they don't trust you. So you wanna be in the middle. So there's this principle that I have that I just developed called the right now. And Diane, the right now is the optimal amount of elapsed time in every customer interaction. And the right now is essentially slightly faster than customers expect. Jimmy John's is perfect. They are slightly faster than you expect. You're like, yeah. how do they do it? It's not so fast. You're like, well, they must have like already had these sandwiches made or something like that where you don't trust it. They're, but they're fast enough. You're like, wow, that is quite a feat to get it that fast. So they have the right now. It's the perfect amount of elapsed time. Now, the right now changes in every business, right? The right now for an attorney is different than the right now for a painter. But yeah. every business has the right now. And the best thing you can do is to figure it out for your business 
and your customers and deliver on that every time. Okay, but so how do they do that? So what you want to do is first figure out how long it takes you today. And this is a huge problem for most businesses. Yeah. I talk to them all the time and I say, cool. All right, so how long does it take you to deliver um, the furniture once the customers order it? Well, Jay, usually it takes this long. I said, I didn't ask you that. I said, how long does it take on average? What's the median? What's the mean? What's the longest? What's the shortest? And they don't know. All they know is sort of the stories that they hear or the stories that their customers tell them or the stories that their employees tell them about how long it takes. They don't document it anywhere. So you can't optimize for speed if you don't know how long it takes today. That's the first step is to take all the key points in your customer journey and document how long does it literally take today? Because only then can you start to say, all right, it takes us this long to deliver the furniture. What if we could shave two hours off of that? Let's spend the next 30 days to try and get two hours faster on that. And then let's see what impact that has on customer satisfaction, ratings and reviews, repeat purchases, et cetera. That's it. okay. So, so you don't necessarily need to know. And what I'm hearing is most companies don't um, because they're not really tracking it well, but you can figure it out. Of course. Incrementally. Yes, it has to be okay. incrementally. Yeah, it, there's okay. no there's no switch that you can flick on this or, or knob that you can twist. You have to actually right. do do the research and then say, okay, here's what it is today. Let's take one at a time, make it faster, and then see what happens. Do customers notice that it's faster? Do they care that it's faster? Do they buy more because it's faster? Do they tell their friends because it's faster, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like if you get it right, if you get the right now, like Jimmy John's, it will be obvious that you have it right. There's, you don't have to like go looking for proof. It will be, the, the proof will be self-evident. Okay. Does it help you get more customers? Eventually for sure. Because when you have the right now, I mean, think about this. Jimmy Jaws didn't pay us to have this conversation. Right. Here we are on a podcast with tons right. of people listening. And we're talking about Jimmy Jaws for free. Does that get them more customers? Yep. Yeah. So when you have the right now, it yeah. creates word of mouth disproportionate to the word of mouth you would have had otherwise. Interesting. Um, what about the people in a company who don't work directly with customers? Mm -hmm. What, you know, what kind of role do they have in helping the business get faster? The same role, if not more so, Diane, because how long it takes the company to respond to customers in every situation is driven by how long it takes the company itself to align information, services, supply chain, payment systems, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's, there's never one person responsible for um, speed in a business. It's literally a whole train. And it's just the caboose that is the one that the customer thinks is responsible for how fast their house is gonna get painted. But there's a bunch of other people in that train. And so what I like to say is that it doesn't matter whether you've ever laid eyes on a customer, you are ultimately responsible for responsiveness in, in every business. And, and a lot of times the, the obstacle, the thing that slows it down is the intra-company handoffs. This department takes too long to get the information back to that department or Shirley's yeah. out sick and no one covered her work. And so nobody could get a hold of accounting. So the customer had to wait over the weekend to find out about their invoice 
all of that stuff, right? It's almost always internal company stuff that slows it down. Yeah, boy, do customers hate that. They sure do. And yeah. rightfully so. <laughs> and, and as we say in the research, they hate it more than they used to because of the pandemic, because people care more, because they believe their time is more precious, because wasting time is now believed to be um, a higher negative consequence than it was pre-pandemic. Like we all kind of came face to face with, hey, you know what? We're not promised anything. So yeah. we better make good use of how we spend our time and having to wait over the weekend because Shirley was out at an accounting. Like, I'm sick of it. I'm like, I'm through, like get it together. And, and this idea that businesses have you know had a tough time and supply chain and labor shortages, like that's all true, but customers don't care. We actually yeah. asked about that specifically in the research, Diane, and, and eight in 10 customers now expect businesses to be as fast or faster than they were before the pandemic. So there is no, you know, you don't get a pass anymore because of the pandemic. Well, that seems like that could be very challenging for companies that, you know, I mean, yeah. you have to get awfully creative. Yes. And, and some of it is, of course, as we talked about being faster and, and achieving that right now. But a lot of it also is just being clear yeah. about expectations, yeah. right? So, so, so often businesses say, well, here's what is going to happen. And then that doesn't happen. Right. And then customers get super mad about that. And rightfully so they yeah. would have been much better off to say, you know what? It's going to take seven days and here's why. And I know you're disappointed about that, but we can't do it faster than seven days. And nobody wants to do that faster than seven days more than us because we don't get paid until you get your furniture or whatever. Yeah. Instead of saying, yeah, it's going to be five when they know that they can't possibly do it in five, but they yeah. don't want to quote unquote disappoint the customer. But it does. So they, and, and so what really disappoints them is, <laughs> is when it's slower than they expect, they'd be much better off. Look, the idea of, of under-promising and over-delivering is as old as business itself. Yeah. Yet it's shocking how often that maxim is not <laughs> I know. It's really true. Just it's so ridiculous. Just tell them the truth. It's okay. They'll be yeah. fine. And if you lose, if you lose, look, if you lose 5% of the customers because they're not happy with your expectation setting, that's better than losing 20% of the customers when you fail to meet the expectation. Yeah, that's right. That That is exactly right. Boy, I hope people are really listening to this because this whole desire to not disappoint, what they don't realize is they're still disappointing them just it's at a worse. different point in it's the worse. process. Yeah, it's worse. way worse because you already have their money then. And now they're mad. Yeah. Now they're like, wow, these guys, you know, they told me one thing and they did another as opposed yeah. to be like, well, geez. You know, every hotel was booked. What was I going to do? You know, it, it's, you're much better off having the bad news up front. Yep. Yep. I agree. Wow. This is fascinating. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, seriously, fascinating research. It must've been a lot of fun to, to do it. Yeah, it was really fun. And, and it's, uh, it's a really comprehensive study too. It's more than 2000 respondents, wow. um, you know, pegged to the census. This isn't just like, hey, I asked a few people, this is university level research, very, very comprehensive. And anybody can get it for free. It doesn't cost you a thing. If you go to the time to win.com, you can grab it for yourself. And there's a bunch of other stuff there, infographics, videos, summaries, there's a bunch of other goodies. Boy, that's awesome. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. And, and seriously, Jay, thank you so much. And how can people find you? 
you can find me at jbear.com, J-A-Y-B-A-E-R.com and on uh, stages, conferences and events near you. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. As I said, I really appreciate this. And listeners, you know, I always say, you know, thank you. You're who we're doing this for. This is one of those episodes that you probably want to listen to again. And you want to go to uh, thetimetowin.com and get that report and really read through it because it can dramatically impact your business. So thank you all. And until we meet again. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.